Hey gang, I'm Waverly. I'm Sierra. And I'm Steph. And this is The Dreadful Diaries. (laughs) And we're back with The Dreadful Diaries. So, we have a sick person on our hands this Sup, week. <laughs> Steph's probably going to mouth breathe in your ear for the Steph whole episode. Steph is literally a mouth breather today. <laughs> Working on it, guys. So, if you hear some weird noises, it's probably Steph. She's got those spring allergies <laughs> taking a toll on her. So, she still decided she wanted to be here, which is very nice. Yay. It's very nice. It's very nice. So, sorry to abruptly make this into a two-part case, but we were kind of recording a little late last time. There was a lot to cover, and I didn't want to leave out any details, and I also couldn't talk because it was so late. (laughs) I kept messing up my words and re-recording the same word a million times. Yeah. So... (laughs) Record for, like, five minutes, and then Wave would, like, stutter or, like, just completely mispronounce something... And then we'd have to go all the way back and redo that whole thing. It was it was kind it was, of bad. It yeah, was it, it was a little bad. <laughs> it took us forever just to record like what was it forty minutes worth of stuff. not. It was like yeah, it was like thirty five minutes. But that was after edits and stuff like that. So it's it worked out on the plus side. We're recording this before we go to the beach, and that way you don't have to really wait that long for. The, the second part because we decided to skip over the abandoned archives episode this week to bring you the part two it's a brutal and cruel case way from the beginning in part one we covered the shitbag responsible for the crimes which was jen second he had his own murder philosophy which was interesting to say the least and then in the last episode i came up with my own life philosophy so definitely great <laughs> Uh, great things on, I guess, both of those. Well, <laughs> if you're, well, maybe not both. But his ex-wife, Hiroko Kazama, who hummed Japanese tunes while dismembering bodies. So there was that. Great. And their supposedly unwilling accomplice, um, Aikyo Yamazaki. We mentioned all four victims and their relationship to Sekine and Sekine's M.O. of either using cyanide capsules or, or strychnine capsules to poison his victims and now we're going to cover the trial and how he got caught the aftermath of it all so definitely go back listen to part one so you can catch up on everything if you haven't already done so but we're gonna jump right back into it so like i said we're gonna go back to the first victim which was aikyo akio sorry i think it's akio kawazaki So the same day that Akio Kawasaki disappeared, his family filed a missing person report. Like I said at the beginning of part one, his family and pretty much everyone around was kind of suspicious. Suspicious. God damn it. Suspicious. Suspicious. Everyone seemed to be a little suspicious of Jen Sekine at the beginning. The Gyoda Police Department tried to initially surmised that he was simply gone he ran away so they kind of tried to like brush it under and not make a big deal out of it but after his car was found abandoned in the parking lot where they left it they had no choice 
but to launch a full-blown investigation. They learned about Kawasaki's trouble with Jen Sekine. There were rumors that he had actually been involved in several disappearances years prior. They began a full-scale operation to strengthen surveillance. So they had already had suspicions not only for this case, but other disappearances from before, a few years ago. So they had no choice. Like, all right, this guy seems like yeah, real like, sus. It's like super sus. <laughs> super sus. Within that, because they didn't have enough invent- evidence at the time, they couldn't arrest him, though. So they had all the suspicion in the world. The second investigation division attempted to have him arrested on fraud charges relating to the construction of the new kennel, but the judge deemed it too difficult to prove and abandoned the idea. So he was this close to getting caught. Oh, okay. Or at least for something. I, oh, right. I love it. Now, yeah. yeah. <laughs> While this was all going on, on January 26, 1994, Yoshinobu Yuda was arrested for killing several dog breeders in Osaka. Osaka. Even though it was unrelated to the case, rumors spread that similar cases were occurring in Saitama. By mid-February, the media shifted their focus on the Africa Kennel. So there was another similar case going on. Essentially the same thing, but in a different area. And it shifted over to the Africa Kennel, and it got more media on this case. This entire time, Second A insisted on his innocence while the victim's families accused him continuously, trying to get justice and trying to find out the right answers, you know, obviously being correct in their suspicion. Right. But again, the police had zero evidence, and their accusations were just considered baseless. Nothing to them. Nothing to it. On October 17th, 1994, police brought Yamazaki in for questioning to try to solve the case, but he just denied his involvement. Not long after, he fled with his second wife, who they put out a warrant for her arrest on charges of embezzling 50 million yen from a construction company. What does that equate to in American dollars? It would equate to about 350,000? Yeah. Approximately? Yeah. His wife was arrested, and Aikyo later accepted an interview with the investigation. December 3rd, his interrogation resumed and he confessed, finally. Ten days later, Yamazaki guided the investigators to Katashina, where he indicated the location of Kawasaki's remains. January 5th, 1995, they finally get their asses. Second A, time. Exactly. Sekine and Kazama were arrested on murder and concealment of a corpse, with Yamazaki arrested about three days later okay. for the same charges. So after Yamazaki's confessions, between January and February, both the Saitama and Gunma police conducted a joint search in hopes of finding physical evidence. During the search, they found a few items in the Katashina forest, such as bones and teeth fragments, amulets, watches... And other items were found in the Nuri River. It's always the bones, man. Like, people are dumb. It's it's always the bones. Like, with, okay, bodies decompose, but the bones do not. Well, like, they incinerated them all. I know you weren't here for the first episode. I know you listened to yeah, it. Yeah, 
But they try to incinerate the bodies and try to burn them. So here's the thing about that, though. Like, and it's crazy, not really off topic, but when people are cremated, even then, bones still don't completely, like, all the bones don't completely turn to ash. It's insane. I don't know if either of you have ever opened up a container yeah. with human ashes in it, but... I have not. I can't say I that have, I've done that. <laughs> I've seen I've, the containers of them, but not inside of them. I have. <laughs> and why? Yeah, what, why would you open them? <laughs> Curiosity killed the cat. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> it's a very weird thing. Like, it's just and ashes I always imagine and then just like, random fragments of bone. It's so weird. I always imagine it to just be like... A pile of dust. Ash- yeah. Nope. There's Somebody fragments. Just put their cigarette ashes yeah. in <laughs> No. No, they don't completely break down that way. Yes, mostly, but not mm. fully, so... They failed. <laughs> yeah. Well, due to the fact that some of the bones were burned in such high temperatures, DNA testing was rendered impossible. Now, thankfully, authorities did manage to identify the victims through the leftover items, DNA samples from the amulets, watches, etc. So they were still able to get some evidence. So we're going to move on to the trial. So like I said, they finally got some physical evidence, but it was very scant. With what little they had to work with, not only was it prolonged for that, but it was prolonged due to Sekine and Kazama constantly trying to blame each other. And it just kept going back and forth. Yamasaki... Hold up real quick. If either of you do anything criminal and are stupid enough to point the finger at each other, I be your friends no more. <laughs> Plead the, did it. plead the fucking faith. <laughs> don't say shit. Now I'm just gonna blame. I don't for give it. a fuck if they tell you that one of the other ones said anything. If you're smart enough to know shit, don't say shit. No, I'm actually just okay. Gonna I'm sorry. Blame on you, Steph. Actually, yeah, we're gonna commit a crime and just blame you. Yeah, yeah, we're gonna team up and put it all on you. That's fine. Okay. Oh, that's fine, but yeah. not blaming each other. I'll sleep. I'll sleep good in prison. Don't worry. <laughs> I would die the immediate second I got in prison. I couldn't. I think I would die. You Some big have girl your... would make you her pillow. Bitch. Yeah. <laughs> her pillow. Yeah. yeah. Boom. Some I... really big girl would make you her pillow. Someone, yeah. you know, I had, when I was younger, actually, a cop told me that that a big bitch in prison would make me her pillow if I got locked up. I, they, I would they, die. They, in fact, did not. Oh, but <laughs> I would die. Now, Yamazaki who had already given a full-blown confession anyway, in the investigation at the start of it, struck a plea deal. So he already got his back covered. He's like, I already confessed. See, listen, Yamasaki would be me. If I was ever in a situation like this, I'd be like, did they did it? <laughs> I would, I couldn't. I don't sit, I don't do well under pressure. She's a snitch. I am a Just snitch. so y'all Snitches. know. My family <laughs> calls me a snitch. <laughs> Funny. Like my cousins and stuff, they all call yeah, me Yeah, I remember that story. Yeah. <clears throat> So, Yamazaki, who had already given a full-blown confession in the investigation, struck a plea deal and everything. So, he covered his bases. He cooperated willingly up until this point and refused to testify at trial. So, he literally already confessed in the investigation, but when the trial came, he's like... It's like, not I'm out, actually. Actually, just kidding. Just kidding. Guys. Yeah, just... <laughs> like, I, I lied the whole time. I don't, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> They actually just got a concussion. I don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> you guys forced me to say it. I was, I was possessed. Actually. I was coerced. I don't remember anything. 
So July 7th, 1995, Yamazaki's trial was held at the Irawa District Court, present-day Saitama District Court. July 24th, Sekine and Kazama were brought to trial at the same court, with the former pleading no contest. In case you're not sure what that means essentially it means that you're illegal it means that i don't wish to contend right it means like i'm not gonna say that i did or didn't do that i'm just, just gonna like when, be like okay whatever you say pretty much just like when people call and they're like did this person show up and we're like i cannot confirm or deny if that right. person is a patient here. i'm not gonna confirm or deny that i did that but if you think i did okay <laughs> sounds like when liars get like caught in the act yeah right and they're like i mean i didn't do that but if you want to believe it and i'm gonna gaslight you yeah you mean narcissist (laughs) right ultimately though like no contest it basically just literally means like i'm not fighting you on that one actually i think yes i think a perfect example of white flag (laughs) perfect example and a relevant example like you know where i'm going with this would be amber heard she didn't know contest, though. No, but she's trying to still lie. Not to get controversial here, but... I'm not saying I'm on Johnny's side, but... No, like... but that's what I am saying, actually. Actually, I'm on Johnny's side, yeah. so... <laughs> Shh! No, I'm just kidding. Stephanie... Or let Gomez in here to rob his ass up on the microphone again. It's fine. Shut door, have cat in podcast. Mm, I think Gomez wants to join. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Gomez is my cat, by the way, in case I leave this in here. Explainable. It's fine. <laughs> but anyways, I just think that, that that she's a good example of... Narcissism? Being... A liar? Yeah. Yeah. And have bad acting? Yeah, exactly. And Even snorts though she coke. is an actress, but you know... <laughs> On the stand. Just... <laughs> <laughs> Acts like she... That was me, like... Objection, you say. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Back on topic. Objection hearsay is just gonna be the thing now. Just it's fine. Just breeze. Objection. <laughs> I saw a video. Oh, it was like a ten minute long video of the trial, but it was clear every time that the lawyer said objection hearsay. It was so funny. Just to- I watched none of that trial, just so you know. I just get I've tidbits only- from clips on Facebook when I scroll through, or like when you all talk shit. That and on TikTok. Yeah. Was- oh man. It's fine. Oh god. Cheers. <laughs> Cheers, Johnny. We love you. Anywho. Second A's lawyers criticized the prosecution for not disclosing evidence of affidavits. No, it's affidavits. 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 That. It's affidavits, yeah. Okay, which is uh, written, basically a written form of him confessing. Yeah. And giving those details. It's a snitch's paperwork. Exactly. While Kazama claimed that she had been threatened into submission to help dispose of the bodies. Is this the girl that was humming? Well, dis- yeah. Oh, yeah, sure. <laughs> exactly. Love it. I am so submissive that I am just humming away. Makes I would, I makes would, sense I would mimic and try to hum, but it would sound weird because my nostrils are all <laughs> stuffy. <laughs> <laughs> Not would be flying out. It's fine. 
You know, every time I think makes sense to me, I definitely think of Patrick every time. <laughs> I think there's just a constant loop of every single SpongeBob episode in my brain. In your brain, yeah. yeah. Mine in my brain is my money don't jiggle jiggle. It, it, I've had this yours song is, yours stuck is. in my head for two days now, thanks Only to these of her. two. Yes. Her. Oh, her. But then you also because, trying to figure like, out the dance on motherfucking TikTok on my board. Yeah, no way, bitch. I fully believe that you were full in that. Fuck any kind of submission you think that you had because you were humming while dismembering bodies. Like, I don't... <laughs> she was full-blown in that. Fuck her. For sure. In the case of oh, sure. Kawasaki, the admit she admitted oh fuck a duck. <laughs> they told me to leave Andrew, so we're just gonna leave it. <laughs> oh, Wait, you know what's the worst part is we think we're funny, but nobody else probably thinks we're funny. Also, I'm not funny. I literally get all of my shit from references like letter Re- Kenner. References. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. <laughs> I wish you guys could see this right now. It's a mess. We're all in blankets, but Steph's like falling over. <laughs> she can't even sit on her butt anyway. No. She got sunburned. Oh god. <laughs> I'm not. Fu- no wait. I'm not funny. I just have a lot of references on stuff that I think is funny, <laughs> and then people sometimes laugh. <laughs> so, Kawasaki admitted that she drove his car to Tokyo. The first victim's car to Tokyo, but claimed she had no idea it was his or why she was doing it in the first place. Well, uh-huh. sounds likely. Okay. I don't think I would ever do something like, no, I, not that I don't think, I wouldn't do something like that without an explanation. If I said, hey, Sierra, do this and don't ask questions, you would. Don't No, I wouldn't. So you're not her person? (laughs) If you you said don't ask questions, I need to know. No, you don't. I'm on a need-to-know basis. You need to tell me. Just know that I... Even just lie to me. I don't care. Just be like, yeah, so-and-so needs the car for the day, so just drop it off in this parking lot. And the key is under that. You know? Like... No, I would just tell you not to ask questions, bitch. Yeah, and then I would, like, skip town and leave and just don't know you. Take my car with me. It's fine. I'm on a need-to-know basis, Steph. And you don't need to know. No, but That's I... for me to know and for you to find out. That's what my parents gonna... used to tell me when I was little. You're on a need-to-know basis and you don't need to know. If you're going to kill me, if you're going to kill me, if you're going to kill someone, I would like to be, no, if, if you did, sure, I'll help out. But just tell me. Just let me know. Okay, where were we? <laughs> this is worse than any other time we've done this. <laughs> this is bad. It's fine. Okay, so she, she she apparently had no idea why she was driving this car. Apparently she got hypnotized for an entire drive or something. I don't know. Now, side note again, because we can never stay on topic. I, I get in the car and sometimes, you know, I kind of just... Don't black out. No, but you space out. Like, but you space out, and all of a sudden you're at your destination, and you're like, hmm, I don't remember any of that drive. Hope that I didn't do anything dangerous. <laughs> Me, like, drive a murdered, ca- like, murder victim's car yeah. somewhere. Me, anytime I drive from here back to, like, my mom's house for that oh, whole two hours, it's I'm a like, straight shot. it's so bad. Literally a straight shot. I, my mind, whoop. Yeah, nope. Like, I, I don't remember, remember any time. Like, all I'll of a sudden I'm in my parking lot. Yep, yep. Like, <laughs> Okay, November 2nd, 1995, with the participation of judges, prosecutors, and lawyers, the crime scene in Katashina was explored for verification. 
Fifteen days later, the prosecutor's office demanded a three-year prison term for Yamazaki. In response, his defense counsel pleaded to a lesser sentence. And because of this, he was acquitted and given a suspended sentence. November 20th, 1995, Yamazaki basically stopped being a freaking pussy and appeared as a witness in the main trial for the first time. A cross-examination was conducted. He refused to testify, and each subsequent time he appeared as a witness, he criticized the prosecutors and the police and swore at the judges. Yeah, he was being really belligerent in court. Even though he agreed to testify, he was still being Mm. a hassle. A dick bag. Yeah, a dick bag. He was originally supposed to be a key witness, but the prosecutors resorted to the affidavits thank you at the investigation stage in the end now on december 15th yamazaki was sentenced to three years imprisonment for his participation in the murders essentially they suspended his sentence during his hearing so that they could use him as a witness and then he went back and was okay so he was sentenced to his three years Still seems a little little low. Now, while it was acknowledged that he was coerced, it was pointed out that he was not physically abused or kept under surveillance. He was only verbally verbally threatened. Uh Uh-huh. Sounds good. So he had every... They came to the conclusion that he had every opportunity to contact police, law enforcement, somebody. Yes, he was scared out of his wits. Don't get me wrong. But... He drove the bodies, or, you know, not necessarily the bodies, but the remains of the bodies to those locations instead of, oh, I don't know, driving to the police department with them? Essentially, he participated in the crimes of his own volition. He later tried to appeal the sentence to the Tokyo High Court, but it was dismissed, and he served his full sentence. September 3rd, 1998... Second A, who up until this point neither denied or admitted responsibility, finally confessed to being involved. But he claimed the murders were masterminded by Kazama and that Yamazaki had killed the victims while he had only participated in order to protect the love of his wife. It sounds good. July 6, 2000, the prosecutor's office demanded the death penalty for both Kazama and Sekine. Closing arguments were held for four consecutive days from October 10th to the 14th, with Sekine pleading for life in prison, and Kazama asked to be found not guilty. (laughs) Okay, sir. (laughs) Ma'am. (laughs) Ma'am. Fine. I guess. Sure. Finally, after five years and 105 total court sessions... The two were finally found guilty. About damn time. I was going to court a hundred and five times. Hearsay. Hearsay. <laughs> <laughs> On March twenty first, two thousand one, the Yerwa District Court sentenced Jen Sekine and Hiroko Kazama to death. In final statements, it was pointed out that Yamazaki's confession, while probably having certain falsehoods and exaggerations, His confession would still be considered credible because it included facts which only the perpetrator could know. 
Now, there are a few other cases that are also probably linked that they had suspicion of for second A. However, they didn't have enough evidence to hold up in court. I'm going to link some sources in the show notes to go over those. Um, Because I'm not going to mention them here just because they are not 100% quote-unquote factual. And so if you want to read into those and see what other things he could have been involved in, I will link that in the show notes for this episode. Like I said, because I don't want to make this case even longer than it already is on top of that. Some side notes, uh, some information I want to leave you guys with. So both Sekine and Kazama were set for execution at the Tokyo Detention House. Kazama remains on death row and continues to assert her innocence. Major air quotes. <laughs> innocence. Innocence. Quote. <laughs> and unfortunately, <laughs> Sekine fell ill November 2016 and was rushed to the prison hospital where he died of multiple organ failure. How nice. <laughs> he got what he was looking for anyway, you fucking prick. Life in prison. Good job. That kind of sucks. So March uh, 27, 2017, at the age of 75, it was when he finally... Oh, and I just want to throw this in there too. Yamazaki actually wrote a book dedicated to the case, and I wish that I could find a copy of it and tr- like that's translated to English just so I could see what his thoughts are. And I know he's probably going to tell all the details that like the book I'm reading now like it would go into so much detail yeah like a tell all yeah so this is a future case probably not next episode but the one after because I want to be able to finish this book it's going to be on Dennis Nilsson a Scottish serial killer and he wrote an autobiography that goes into so much detail gory detail it was just released, I think, last year, and you need to go read it. I'm going to mention it again in that episode when we yeah. get to it, but that's why I want to read this book so bad. Yeah. I want to see what his thoughts were in detail. So in the book, he mentions that the Yakuza, that a Yakuza member and a truck driver who disappeared in 1984 were friends of Sekine, and that the latter had a weird ritual of wrapping venison. Quote. Oh, venison. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Around bamboo sticks. And with his statement mentioned early on in this episode about winning the gold... Well, in the first episode. About winning the gold medal for murder. I definitely think he was involved in a lot more crimes that took place other than just this. This is just what finally, like, boiled over and had him get caught. Don't get this guy a puppers. (laughs) Do not. Are you saying puppers? I didn't know if that was... That was a Letterkenny reference, for sure. (laughs) Okay. I was like, are you saying it like Letterkenny? Or just puppers? (laughs) No. No. That was a Letterkenny reference. Um, I think he took a lot of information to the grave with him. Which also pisses me off. Like, I want to know what else. What, What actually happened, episode one I mentioned this, where he first worked, that place caught on fire, mysteriously. I want to know what happened there. I want to know what happened with this quote-unquote venison wrapped in bamboo. Yeah, yeah. quote venison, but sounds good. So much information that sometimes I wish that we could get out of murderers before they kill over or get fulfill their death sentence. That's all I have for this case. 
that was the Saitama Dog Lovers murders. Give your puppers extra love tonight, or this morning, or whenever you're listening to this. <laughs> okay. Oh, goodness. So, yes, part two is done and over with. Finally done with our first two-parter. We're going to get on to the abandoned archives next week with the abandoned turnpike, with some hauntings and uh, all the abandoned things that are there and some creepy stuff that happens. Wow, it sounds like Cursed Cowardly Dog, but creepy stuff happens. (laughs) Nowhere. Tons of stuff coming up. Reading that book about Dennis Nilsson, which hopefully will be the one after this next abandoned episode, but if not... I think I'm going to do Lobster Boy, mm-hmm. possibly, which is a Pittsburgh native, actually. Mm-hmm. So I'll keep you guys updated on that. I'm not sure which true crime case I'm going to go with next, but definitely Abandoned Archives episode next with the Abandoned Turnpike, the creepy stuff that we've witnessed there, the hauntings that supposedly have happened that I've never seen, all the fun stuff, the graffiti we've seen. So, yeah, that the history on it, why it decided to get taken down and off. That's about it for this episode. I think pretty short one after I edit some bullshit out. <laughs> but it's fine. Mostly not editing shit out. Sorry, guys. <laughs> I know. Wave wants to cut out everything that's not relative to the case. And Steph and I are really like, keep it, keep it, keep it. <laughs> Says, fuck a duck. Keep it in there. It's funny. <laughs> Anyway, (laughs) in the meantime, while you're waiting for the next episode, you can follow us on Instagram at The Dreadful Diaries. You can follow us on Facebook at facebook.com slash The Dreadful Diaries. You can send us a Gmail for cases you want us to cover or maybe just to let us know how annoying we are at... You can also just do that in the DMs, too. (laughs) Wherever you feel. At the dreadful diaries at gmail.com. We hope you join us for the next entry in the dreadful diaries. Love bye. Love bye. Love bye. I'm gonna need a puppers after this case. <laughs> I'd have a puppers. I'd have a dart. I'd have a dart. I'd have a puppers. I'd have a dart. <laughs>